Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I'm going to go over my WCW Road Wild 1998 review. Uh, starting off the evening, we're going to do our first match on the card. It is Meg versus Barbarian. Uh, starting off the match, pretty much a back-and-forth matchup between Meng and Barbarian. Barbarian ends up attacking Meng. Meng then applies the Tonga Death Grip on Barbarian, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Meng. After the match, though, Jimmy Hart ends up attacking Meng. Hugh Morris is here. Morris attacks Meng. Jimmy Hart then hits a double axe handle on Meng off the top rope. Jim Duggan is here. Duggan is here to save Meng. Pretty much attacks everybody in the ring. All in all, this was not a bad match. Um, obviously there's a lot of history between Meng and the Barbarian, obviously being the faces of fear in WCW and what I thought was one hell of a tag team in WCW, in my honest opinion. I kind of feel like they should have been tag team champions more often than not as a tag team. I thought they were phenomenal, man. Uh, Meng, I mean, a phenomenal wrestler, in my honest opinion, man. Even the days when he was just Haku back in the early WWF days, I mean, Haku was awesome. You know, obviously, you know, even him tagging with Andre the Giant back in the day, obviously known as the Colossal Connection. Fantastic tag team as well. But uh, hats off to Ming for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Disco Inferno and Alex Wright versus Public Enemy. Uh, starting off the match, pretty much a back-and-forth matchup between both teams. Uh, Wright and Inferno are pretty much keeping the pace, though. Wright hits grunge with a trash can. Rocco Rockton hits right and Inferno with a ladder. Referee ends up turning this match into a street fight. Rocco, uh, Rocco Rock then goes to climb a uh, part of the ring structure, hits an elbow drop off the ring structure on Inferno through some tables, pinning Inferno for the three, and your winner of the match are Public Enemy. Again, not a bad match. I mean, honestly, I, I stated this in the past, man. I think Public Enemy, you know, should have stayed in ECW. Even though ECW was kind of, you know, they obviously everybody knows what happened to ECW. They went out of business, but there are some people that were in ECW that went on to have, you know, a career somewhere else, whether it be WWE or WCW, and it just was not the same. Man, it just wasn't. I feel like Public Enemy was that team that were ECW and will always be ECW, and they were trying to incorporate ECW stuff into their matches in WCW. It just wasn't working, you know. And they were they will forever be known as being a part of ECW, you know, ECW alumni, you know, that tag team was with ECW for a very long time. Um, and I kind of wish they would have just stayed in ECW, but uh, hats off to Rocco rock and Johnny grunge for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Raven versus Saturn versus Canyon in a Ravens rules match. Starting off the match, Saturn quickly attacks Canyon, pretty much a back and forth matchup between Raven, Saturn and Canyon. Saturn and Canyon end up attacking Raven, but Saturn ends up hitting his signature Death Valley driver on Raven, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Saturn. Again, not a bad match, honestly. And But my thing is with Saturn, and I've stated this in the past as well, <clears throat> a lot of the matches that Saturn had in WCW were against Raven. Nine times out of ten, it seemed like every Saturn match that he had was against Raven. But hats off to Saturn for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Psychosis. Again, this was a really good match. Pretty much back-and-forth matchup between Mysterio and Psychosis. Rey, though, is keeping the pace of the match. Rey ends up hitting a devastating springboard Hurricane Rana on Psychosis, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Rey Mysterio Jr. Again, fantastic match, man. I mean, Mysterio Jr. and Psychosis, a lot of history between both those guys, man. 
Um, obviously, Bo trained under Ray Mysterio Sr., um, Ray Mysterio's uh, junior's uncle. They both trained with him. Um, so, obviously, there was a little bit of animosity between Psychosis and Ray Mysterio, a friendly rivalry, if you will. Um, and the matches they had in ECW, fantastic. You know, Psychosis, I thought, was fantastic in ECW. And I also think he's kind of underrated, man. I think Psychosis really held his own in his in-ring career, to be honest with you. I think he was a fantastic wrestler. And, obviously, everybody knows who Ray Mysterio is, man. That guy's an absolute legend, still in the business till this day, still actively competing obviously working with WWE, but I mean, again, man, the matches that Rey Mysterio put on, even in WCW, were just phenomenal matches. And I've stated this in the past, man, WCW's cruiserweight division is absolutely underrated. Absolutely. I don't think Eric Bischoff and that entire staff there that was running the show uh, really didn't know what they had in those cruiserweights, man. Juventu Guerrera, uh, you know, Jericho, Psychosis, Dean Malenko, I just name a few, man, that they had on that cruiserweight division. Eddie Guerrero, Chavo, just fantastic cruiserweight division. Absolutely. So hats off to Rey Mysterio Jr. for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Stevie Ray versus Chavo Guerrero for the WCW Television Championship. Um, the match itself, not a, not a bad match. It was decent. It was okay. Uh, Ray is pretty much keeping the pace of the match. Stevie Ray ultimately ends up hitting his signature slapjack on Chavo Guerrero, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match, and still WCW television champion at that time, is Stevie Ray. Um, again, this was an okay match. Um, I think this was a part of Chavo's career where he's kind of like, you know, obviously doing his own thing, but he was kind of just an oddball, man. Um, again, very underrated. You know, very underrated. Stevie Ray, again, underrated. You know, Harlem Heat one of the best tag teams of all time. And no one's going to change my mind. I mean, the stuff they did in WCW, man, just absolutely phenomenal stuff. And Booker T is a legend. Booker T is an absolute legend. Five-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion. And Stevie Ray, I mean, man, I feel like he didn't get enough credit either. You know, Harlem Heat, fantastic tag team. And obviously, you know, when they were managed by Sensational Sherry, he did a phenomenal job. Great matches with the Nasty Boys, you know, and Public Enemy. Great matches. Phenomenal matches, man. But uh, hats off to Stevie Ray for getting the win in this match and at that time retaining the WCW Television Championship. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Brian Adams versus Steve McMichael. Um, this match seems like it's a return match for McMichael, though, like he was off the scene for a little while. Um, but Michael, though, he was keeping the pace of the match. Again, this wasn't a fast – I mean, it was a fast-paced match, but it was really much back and forth between both Adams and McMichael. But McMichael ends up hitting his signature tombstone pile driver on Brian Adams, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Steve McMichael. Honestly, this wasn't bad. I think this was one of the best showings I've seen from McMichael as far as his in-ring career goes for in WCW. Um, Brian Adams, again, I mean, his better days were behind him in WWF, in my honest opinion. Uh, but this was a really good showing by McMichael, in my honest opinion. It was not bad. Uh, it was honestly great to see him return, you know, him coming back to the ring, holding up the four fingers, showing the crowd everything about the four horsemen. Absolutely fantastic stuff, man. So hats off to Steve McMichael for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go into our next match on the card as well. It is Juventud Guerrera versus Chris Jericho for the Cruiserweight Championship with special guest referee Dean Malenko. Starting off the match, pretty much a back-and-forth match between Guerrera and Jericho. Jericho is pretty much keeping the pace, though. Jericho hits Guerrero with, with the title. Dean was distracted. Jericho then kicks Dean Malenko. Guerrero then gets up, hits a Frankensteiner with the assist from Dean Malenko. 
pins Jericho for the three and your winner of the match. And at that time, new WCW Cruiserweight Champion is Juventud Guerrera. Again, great match. This was a great match, man. These Cruiserweights, I got to tell you guys, man, these Cruiserweights completely killed the game for WCW, man. They can main event every any pay-per-view they wanted to. You know, those Cruiserweights were absolutely fantastic. And one of the things that, you know, if you were around to watch WCW, which I'm sure some of you guys probably were, that was one of the things that you were excited to see, man, because it was just stuff that no one's seen before. You know, this the stuff that Juventud was doing with the Frankensteiners, Rey Mysterio, with, you know, pretty much the West Coast pop, springboard into a Hurricane Rana, the stuff that Dean Malenko was doing. Uh, nobody was seeing this stuff, you know, at all until these guys got on the scene with WCW. So, I mean, again, hats off to Paul Heyman, you know, because originally a lot of these guys came from Paul Heyman with ECW. So hats off to him for, you know, understanding talent. And Eric Bischoff for, you know, getting them on WCW, a bigger platform, obviously, with them working with TNT at the time um, and TBS. So, yeah, I mean, this the Cruiserweight division was almost, if not the pinnacle almost, I would I would put the Cruiserweight division at the top right below. I, I would put it right below Hogan and obviously and all that and Savage and Nash and Goldberg, but they're right below that, man. You know, and a lot of people that wrestle for WCW, including Goldberg, said that Cruiserweights didn't get their fair shake. Um, phenomenal matches, man. And this, again, was a phenomenal match. Two guys that know each other in and out of the ring and just put on a phenomenal match for the fans. So hats off to Juventud Guerrera for getting the win in this match and becoming, at that time, the new WCW Cruiserweight Champion. Moving on from that, we go into our next match on the card as well. It is the NWO Invitational Battle Royal. Again, this was a decent match. A lot of notable names in this. Scott Hall, obviously, a lot of NWO characters were involved in this match. Um... Decent match. Goldberg ends up eliminating the Giant, which was absolutely fantastic. And your winner of the match was Bill Goldberg. Again, the Battle Royals are hard to call, man, because there's there's so much people and so much stuff involved in the match. You know, just like when you guys watch the Royal Rumble, man, there's so much moving parts in that match that's going on. It's absolutely insane. But Goldberg eliminating the Giant in that match, man, the crowd is completely erupted when he ended up eliminating the Giant. So hats off to Goldberg for getting the win in that match. Moving on from that, we go into our main event of the evening. It is Diamond, Dallas Page, and Jay Leno versus Hollywood Hogan and Eric Bischoff. Starting off the match, pretty much a back-and-forth matchup between both teams. DDP is keeping the pace uh, as well as Jay Leno. Bischoff ends up attacking Diamond, Dallas Page. Leno, uh, Leno. Jay Leno gets involved in the match, pretty much beating the hell out of Eric Bischoff. Uh, Eubanks hits, uh, hits a diamond cutter on Eric Bischoff in the middle of the ring. Uh, Jay Leno then ends up pinning Bischoff. Pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Diamond Dallas Page and Jay Leno. Again, really good main event. And it was kind of funny seeing Jay Leno. Obviously, everybody should know who Jay Leno is. Talk show host. Phenomenal talk show host from way back in the day. Um, this was great, man. And that's one of the things I'll give WCW that I had, you know, that's just fantastic, man. They knew how to capitalize on the spectacular. Meaning that, like, everybody was going to spectate this match no matter what was going to happen. Because of who, who was involved. You have Hollywood Hogan, you have Diamond Dallas Page, two crowd favorites, and then you have Eric Bischoff, who's running WCW, and then you have Jay Leno, who's you know has his own talk show, big deal, uh, especially back in the 90s, humongous deal. And then you know that was the main thing that brought this card together. Everybody wanted everybody wanted to see Jay Leno. Um, and Bischoff knew how to he you know he knew how to capitalize on that. You know, bringing these celebrities in, I mean what was it, Carl uh, Malone and, and Dennis Rodman? I mean, the crowd erupted when they came out to the ring, even when Dennis Rodman made his somewhat debut for WCW. 
the crowd erupted. You didn't know what you were going to get. And as soon as they had a tie-up between Malone and Rodman, I mean, the crowd erupted. So, again, hats off for Bischoff for putting this kind of stuff together, man, because honestly, you know, it's a spectacle. Everybody wants to see what, you know, Jay Leno is going to do, you know, and he did a phenomenal job. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. You know, it was a decent match. But um, all in all, as far as Road Wild 1998, I always give these pay-per-views a, you know, a scale, you know, a rating, one from a 10. I'm going to give it a six, six and a half. I'm not going to sit here and say it was the greatest pay-per-view I've ever seen. I think that's very far-fetched. I'm not going to say it's the best either. There was some really cool moments. Obviously, Jay Leno and Diamond Dallas Page, great moment. Um, NWO Invitational Battle Royal, I could have done without. I just feel like it wasn't needed. Who and Two Guerrera and Chris Jericho, I thought was a phenomenal match. Uh, Brian Adams, Steve McMichael was a decent match. It was great to see McMichael come back. I feel like at that time, he was kind of, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of matches he had. I guess this was a comeback match for McMichael. It was good to see him back in the ring. Uh, Stevie Ray and Chavo Guerrero, again, could have done without. Uh, Mysterio Psychosis, again, fantastic match. Saturn and Raven and the whole Ravens rule match, could have done without. I feel like every match Saturn had almost in WCW, as if not, it felt like that, was against Raven in a Ravens rule match. Every single match that Saturn had, in my honest opinion, felt like it was against Raven. So I could have done without that. Um, Mang and Barbarian, again, not a bad match. Wish it was more of like a clean finish, if you will. But, again, it wasn't a bad match. So, all in all, I had to give this maybe a six, maybe a six and a half. But this is my review of WCW's Road Wild 1998. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.